Welcome back to the Unconventional Coach Podcast. You join me for episode 36, okay? And today I'm going to talk about intuitive eating. I honestly thought I had done a podcast about this um, and then I checked and apparently I haven't. Um, so I want to talk about it. I've spoken about intuitive eating before on um, like my Instagram and intuitive eating is... To get straight to the point, I don't like the term intuitive eating. Um, Main reason being is most people who stress intuitive eating um, are people that have previously calorie tracked. So intuitive eating was like this, well, it still is. I think it sort of, it went through a phase where it was like really um trendy to like a bit like reverse dieting like a lot of people are talking about reverse dieting and intuitive eating and I feel like that all kind of stopped and then now with obviously the rise in like anti-diet culture and stuff like that it's sort of come around again and more people are wanting to quote-unquote eat intuitively and what does eating intuitively actually mean? Well, it just means you eat and listen to your body, okay? Which we all do. So my issue with this from like a diet perspective is a lot of the time people are looking to eat intuitively because they deem tracking calories unhealthy. And I've spoke about this on another podcast that like all of my clients, I would say 99% of my clients, let's say I've worked with 200 clients, I would say 197 of them have tracked calories and have not had any issues. And a lot of those ladies as well, let's say at least 90% of those ladies have underlying issues with food. That is not to say they have a diagnosed eating disorder because there's this whole eating disorder slash disordered eating. Like I think most people have disordered eating now and I don't think that's that's not anyone's fault because there is just so much more conflicting information out there. There are so many articles, there's so many coaches that preach one thing. There's so many celebrities that endorse bullshit products, fucking all sorts okay so I think that's why more people now are struggling with with disordered eating patterns because they're trying to fit their mold they're trying to they're trying low carb diets and then they're trying keto and then they're trying slimming world and then perhaps they go to an online coach and they try tracking calories but perhaps what that coach fails to do is help them really understand what is going on when you track calories okay and how to use tracking calories in a positive way because anything can be negative if if the association with it is not healthy okay and for a lot of people that do have disordered eating patterns for someone who goes on my fitness pal and starts tracking calories and my fitness pal give them gives them a calorie goal of 1200 and then they obviously struggle to maintain it they then overeat they go over their calories and they're like oh my god I've ruined all my progress like the tracking calories itself is not does not have a negative effect like there is literally in um 
uh, like proper proper studies, there is no there is no link between tracking calories and eating disorders. There's no increase um, in in eating disorders. Um, if you follow, uh, his name's Ben Carpenter. He is a um, another guy on Instagram who provides really helpful um, content based like purely on facts. Like he, um, uh, um, like. And, um, anecdotes research I don't know if I've said that right I don't know he basically goes through the research and shows you what studies are saying okay so I highly recommend looking at him and he did a post about this sort of subject okay so tracking calories itself is not is not a negative for most people okay the, the experience my clients have had, the majority of them with me when they have tracked calories and we've underlined the other issues with tracking calories because the issues normally aren't just the calorie tracking, it's the relationship with food, it's the ideology. So they think, right, okay, this is my calorie goal. If I go over my calorie goal by 150, 200, then I've ruined my progress. And for a lot of them that switch flicks in their head that says well just stop tracking and just eat a little bit more do you know what I mean like that that voice and I can say that because I've had that voice in my head and I've had it more recently like when I was um doing a little bit of dieting uh for like a photo shoot I heard that little voice in the back of my head coming back from years ago like I hadn't heard that voice for for years because I hadn't dieted deliberately in years and once I labeled what I was doing and said I was dieting it was like a little alarm bell went off in my head and it was like oh my god but when we diet this happens and I had I had urges and I've spoke about this on another podcast but I had urges to binge and I noticed my behavior changing so I had to realign myself even then with that okay so Coming back to my issue with calling it intuitive eating is if most of us intuitively ate and quote unquote listened to our bodies, we would all be overweight because your body or it would be a lot harder for you to get your aesthetic goals because realistically your body is not is not programmed for you to look good. Do you know what I mean? Like your body is not thinking, okay, right, well, if I can utilize these calories and put them all to my glutes, then I'm gonna have a big ass and you know, sexy. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take fat away specifically from my midsection and my face. So, you know, do you know what I mean? No, our bodies don't do that. Our body's job is literally to keep you alive and keep you healthy. Okay, so. Our, our body's job is, like I say, to keep you alive. And in order for us to stay alive, we need energy in the form of calories. We need to have body fat stores. And if you were to eat intuitively, first of all, what is intuitive? Like, what you've got to think, what is your education around food, okay? Majority of people, their education around food is piss fucking poor. They haven't got a clue what is a good source of protein. They don't have a clue what macronutrients do. Do you know what I mean? Some people think carbs are bad for you. And if you eat carbs after 6pm, then you're going to gain fat. Do you know what I mean? Some people think that eating mashed bananas 
instead of or whatever slimming world say if it, i think it's mashed bananas bananas is a sin but a normal banana isn't or a normal banana is a sin but mashed banana isn't so do you know what i mean we you have not you specifically listen to this but a lot of people okay have ideologies and just incorrect information about food so how can you eat intuitively when you don't know you don't know what food makes you feel good you you don't know and what I find by allowing my clients to track calories and just by tracking calories in general you have so much more freedom because you're no longer looking at food as good and bad you're focusing on a calorie goal which in essence okay is the biggest fundamental when you're seeking fat loss and body composition improvements because you need to be in a calorie deficit for it okay so by tracking calories you know how many calories are going in and how many calories roughly you're putting out okay so when you know that you are in control you can you can have a a McDonald's and track it and know that you're within your calories and then you can plan your day around it you can be more prepared and tracking calories I think a lot of the time people think that when they're tracking calories they're going to be a lot a lot less social and social events are going to be harder and realistically they're actually easier because you can plan ahead you can put some calories aside because you're educated you can look and say right okay I'm going to Prezzo's at the weekend with my girls I'm having a tree gusty pizza which is a thousand calories and oh if I get the mini one it's 500 calories and I get a massive salad next to it and actually I would prefer that do you know what I mean? So you you can listen to your body and you can say, okay, what what do I want and what aligns with my goals? Because that is the biggest freedom when it comes to tracking calories. Like I, when I was tracking calories and I changed my mindset around it, tracking calories was a really positive thing for me because initially what I did is I increased my calories. So if you're someone struggling with tracking calories at the moment, it might be that your calories are still a bit, a bit too low um and what what that does is effectively when your calories are too low you maintain it for like a few days but then you go over your calories and that's what most people do um you you break and you're like oh my god and then you just eat and eat and eat because you're like well I've ruined my progress already and that's not the case at all but you have that misconception that it is so once you educate yourself around tracking calories and around an energy deficit around protein like the end goal is to be able to eat I call it educational eating okay so I don't like the term intuitive because I mean if intuitive eating was that great we wouldn't have obese people do you know what I mean we wouldn't we wouldn't have people that were morbidly obese because they thought they were hungry so not completely do you know what I mean there are loads of there's loads of factors of course that go into people being morbidly obese that's not like an attack on people that are but do you see what I'm saying if if we all were left to our own devices for a lot of people probably won't be as well off as people think and a lot of these fitness influencers that are promoting intuitive eating and anti-diet movement they trapped calories for years they know how many calories are in things they can look at a, a meal and they know that the chicken is a good source of protein and they know 
how much potato is roughly on the plate and then the veg. Do you know what I mean? So they, they've learned and that is the goal ultimately that I have with my clients because tracking calories is an amazing tool, but it's not something that you should rely on. It's not, it shouldn't be a case of you can't live your life without tracking calories. You should get to a point where you're educated enough from potentially tracking calories, looking at your portion sizes, looking at your macronutrients, looking at where, um, where your food is coming from noticing on what food you actually enjoy because when we build these stigmas around food when we label food as good and bad there's all this pressure when you are faced with something that is quote-unquote bad like you're like oh my god there's a chocolate cake in my living room oh it's so naughty and you're almost like you're almost like sexualizing it because you're like oh my god like it's I'm not supposed to do it so you want to do it that bit more okay and when you take that element away and when you look at food for what it is which is units of energy and nutrients okay you can ask yourself do I actually want it like there was a time where I had no control around food no control I would buy a tub of ice cream and it would be gone all all in one not through choice but through just sheer lack of control and fixation, okay? Whereas now, I can have a tub of ice cream sitting in the fridge for a few weeks and it's not it's not on the full front of my mind. And if I did want to eat it all in one night, then I can bloody do it, do you know what I mean? And I can do it guilt-free, knowing that long-term, that is not going to put a dent in my progress. But when you have these misconceptions, that is where things get ugly, okay? That's where everything becomes hard, not just tracking calories, but any form of dieting, because most people, it, that it's the over-restriction, it's the good, good and bad, on track, off track, and this is where things get fucked. So working on your relationship with food is always gonna be needed regardless of what method you are doing you need to understand what it is you're doing okay if you are looking to lose weight you need to seek a calorie deficit if you're looking to gain weight you need to seek a calorie surplus okay you need to know that that is what you're doing and you need to know the other important things like making sure you're getting enough protein in your diet getting enough fat in your diet um I shared something on my Instagram earlier about oh I can't remember her name she's um she was in Big Brother or something and she's now started a ketone company about uh, keep this about all about obviously keto and having ketones and obviously amazing people to follow again it is James Smith and uh Diren Cartel I think his name is um and they slammed her like honestly it was absolutely hilarious it was so good to watch um and such a turn on as well like honestly yeah yeah if you don't follow those two already you're welcome um but it's just it's just so frustrating, it's so frustrating, it's so horrible seeing that so many people are in such a shit place with food, and they don't know where to turn, okay, and building your relationship and educating yourself is going to help you, because then you know, oh my god, Reese's eggs aren't bad for me, and the reason I say that is because I had one today, do you know what I mean, so you you don't need to be afraid of food you don't need to think oh my god if I have this one piece of chocolate I've ruined my progress I'm gonna gain fat so 
if I have a square, I might as well have the whole bar. No, you can educate yourself to actually say, right, I've got a few hundred calories left for today uh, within my calorie goal and I would like some chocolate and you can go down to the shops you can get yourself a Mars bar which is like 210 calories and you can enjoy that Mars bar guilt-free in control not over obsessed about it you've chosen you want it you can go and have it and you could be like awesome equally when you have a situation where let's just say you're at work I work with a lot of teachers and obviously before the lockdown situation teachers are like notorious for getting like food sent to them like they have cakes and biscuits and just any office work really it always involves cakes and biscuits so when you get to a point where you are obviously tracking calories trying to stay within your goals you can actually ask yourself what do I actually want do you want okay let's say someone's bought in some Krispy Kremes you're like oh okay wait let me look at my fitness pal let me track this Krispy Kreme okay it's 500 calories well if I have this Krispy Kreme it means I've got to um half my dinner and it means I'm gonna have to take out my pre-bed hot chocolate with squirty cream and cream (laughs) squirty cream and marshmallows okay and then you might say oh yeah that's well worth it I'm gonna have the Krispy Kreme Or you might say, "Mm, nah, I'm all right. And you put the Krispy Kreme back, okay? Equally, as well, you could say, yeah, I'm going to have the Krispy Kreme and I'm going to go over my calories today because I know one day over my calories is not the end of the world. You could do it like that. There are so many, there is just so much to go into it, okay? There is so much around tracking calories. There is There is so many benefits of it. And again, the long-term goal is to be educated enough where you don't need to track calories, where you can use tracking calories as a tool because that's all it is. Like I don't track calories all year round. I use it when I need to. And if when I'm not using it, I will maintain or fluctuate do you know what I mean like now is a really difficult time with it being locked down with training being less frequent so for me I'm probably going to start tracking calories a bit more just so I can focus on what I can control um just to obviously well just for just for my goals personally but I have a lot of clients that don't track calories and I have a lot of clients that now intuitively eat or no, they eat educationally, they educationally eat because they know what a good source of protein is, they know that they can have a chocolate bar and it's not the end of the world, they know that fruit and veg is good for them and they've built a habit on having good good sized portions of fruits and veg for their meals, okay? So do you get what I'm saying here? It's about educating yourself. Intuitive for most is not going to be the answer for you immediately. If you are someone who has specific goals as well, like again, your body's purpose is not to get you lean. So getting lean, obviously if you are genetically relatively lean, it's, do you know what I mean? It's not gonna be massively difficult, but if you are someone who is currently holding a little bit more body fat than you would like, going at it intuitively can be really challenging especially if you have underlining disordered eating patterns within your behavior okay and disordered eating stems from I I would say having guilt around food it is disordered eating avoiding foods because you're afraid of them is a form of disordered eating okay so 
it is so common now. It is so, so common. And tracking calories can help you. And educating yourself is most important. And I cannot stress how how much I would recommend ensuring that if you are coaching with someone or you're looking for a coach that your coach will work on building your relationship with food okay because a lot a lot of the time like I don't like it when people say if you're not qualified you can't help people with just with disordered eating okay because that's that's not true because a lot of people have disordered eating because they're uneducated so by educating yourself and being educated by a coach you will be able to work on that relationship with food by knowing like I say one chocolate bar won't make me fat and I can I can eat eat foods like that and still see progress within my calories so to round it off, that is why I do not like the term intuitive eating because it's not intuitive. If I was to eat intuitively, I'd probably be about two stone heavier, okay? Because I enjoy food. So educational eating is so important. So learning, and that you might you might not even educate yourself around tracking calories. It could be by focusing on your portion sizes, just learning more about the macros and what actually makes you feel good and eliminating those food labels, okay? So yes, intuitive eating, I'm not a fan, but I am a massive fan of educational eating, okay? And the end goal again, to say for the third time, just because I want to wrap this up nicely, is to be able to live a life where you don't have to track calories and you can just come back to it and use it as a tool because that is what it is. It is a massive educational tool, okay? Right, quite short, quite sweet, quite to the point. I hope you have all enjoyed this podcast. As always, please um, share on your stories. Don't forget to tag me. Send it to a friend if um, you feel like this could help someone. I hope this has helped you and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast.